Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is August 1st. The moon is in Capricorn. So today we will be doing a very serious podcast. Mm -hmm. We will be doing a very traditional podcast. We will be saluting all of the podcasts that came before us. Mm, okay. We will be taking a very conservative approach to how we do our podcast. We will be, I mean, doesn't that sound awful? That doesn't sound like much fun. Um, and Capricorn energy is great. Love Capricorns, love Capricorn energy. But uh, when the moon is in Capricorn, it's not the best time to party. And this weekend, the moon is in Capricorn. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, hopefully you're out there um, having some fun and relaxing and enjoying the weekend. But if there is that nagging voice in your head that is saying, well, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, I definitely should be working, well, that's the Capricorn moon talking to you. Um, and it's going to be with us into Sunday. The moon will go into Aquarius on Sunday, and then we just won't care about anything at all. There will be no more rules. Uh, but as long as you can get through Saturday and, um, you know, into like Sunday afternoon, maybe even to Sunday evening when the moon, you'll feel that Aquarian moon a little bit more. Uh, but for today, at least, Saturday, August 1st, with the moon in Capricorn, you know, good Capricorn moon activities. Uh, watch an old movie, you know, watch Sunset Boulevard, watch Double Indemnity, just binge watch Billy Wilder movies. Um, call your grandparents. Your grandparents would love to hear from you. Uh, if your grandparents aren't around, call your parents, you know. Uh, Capricorn energy is older energy. It does favor uh, the elderly mm -hmm. and, and uh, the, the older generations. Um, so do something like that. Um, do something financially responsible today. That's mm. very Capricorn moon energy. Maybe open a savings account. I mean, mm. there's not a lot of people with extra money at the moment. But if you are one of those people, open that savings account or invest in something traditional, um, show your mom how to open a PDF, show your dad how to use Spotify, that kind of stuff. That's uh, good oh, Capricorn wow. moon activities. Uh, on Monday, we are going to be having a full moon in Aquarius. And I love full moons. As I've mentioned time and time again, I was born during a full moon. Mm. Full moons are awesome. There's a lot of energy in the air, a lot of electricity. Speaking of electricity, with the full moon being in Aquarius, Aquarian energy can be a little unpredictable. It can be accident-prone because Aquarius is ruled by the planet Uranus, which is known for surprises. So be careful out there. You know, today at least, Saturday, while the moon's in Capricorn, there should be no problem with slowing things down. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn energy is going to slow us down. But uh, once we get into Sunday and Monday, you know, we've got the full moon, which is already going to be kind of frenetic energy. And then it's an Aquarius on top of that. So it's just kind of all bets are off. Mm. If you have a hazmat suit, break that thing out. Uh, you're going to need some extra protection. Wear a football helmet, wear a catcher's mask, whatever you need to do to protect yourself. Mm. Um, as far as Aquarian moon energy goes, sometimes I like to, like to uh, talk about celebrities and what celebrities had their whatever and whatever. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe had an Aquarian moon. Mm. Princess Diana 
uh, had an Aquarian moon. Debbie Reynolds had an Aquarian moon. The writer, Albert Camus, who wrote The Plague. Um, and mm. I, I told Elmi this. You know, I bought The Plague uh, like a year ago because I'd recently read um, Albert Camus' The Stranger. And I bought the uh, copy of The Plague. I was at a used bookstore. And I'm like, yeah, I'll pick this thing up. And this was like summer of 2019. And I got about 20 pages in. And I'm like, eh, this just is not holding my attention. And then 2020 rolls around, and especially like March of 2020, I'm like, I'm going to take this sucker off the bookshelf. And it was a page turner, let me tell you, mm. uh, especially, you know, dealing with COVID and whatnot. Everything in that book is everything that we are talking about now, how to best protect ourselves. Do we stay home? Do we go out? Do we close down cities? Do we close down countries? How do we isolate ourselves to get through this thing? It is a... Uh, a heck of a read if you want to read it right now. But again, if that's too much reality, then then read something else. But anyway, all those people I mentioned, uh, you know, and I, I just it dawned on me as I was putting this list together, all of them died unexpectedly. Um, Debbie Reynolds, I guess, would be the one case where I guess she was of a certain age where it made sense. But, you know, she died within a few days of her daughter, Carrie Fisher, and dying. It looks like you're forgetting one. Oh, John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. John Lennon. That guy. Wow, he died unexpectedly too, and he had an Aquarius moon. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, this is according to the website astrotheme.com. I love astrotheme.com. Check them out. According to astrotheme, Jesus Christ had an Aquarius moon. Uh, his death didn't go that great. The United States of America oh, oh. has an Aquarius moon. And one thing I've known over the years or noticed is that you cannot tell an Aquarius what to do. And Aquarius is going to do yeah. whatever an Aquarius wants to do. Yeah. Uh, I recognize that because I'm a Sagittarius. Kind of a sure. similar thing. You can't really tell a Sagittarius what to do. No, you Sagittarius, cannot. I don't know why I do what I do, but uh, any motivation comes from inside, not from external stuff. Uh, anyway, the United States having that Aquarius moon, as we've seen with uh, the whole mask thing, a lot of people don't like being told what to do, and this is one of those situations where it can come back to bite you. Sometimes conformity is okay, and that's a, a Capricorn moon lesson. I mean, Capricorns are more in uh, more up for going along with the the rules and the laws, following those things. Mm. They like structure. Yeah. They're okay with being told what to do on yes. occasion. Not always. I'm not saying that they're just blindly going to say yes to everything. No, but they're pragmatic. That they're pragmatic. They're logical. They're like, what is the best choice here? Let's take the emotion out of it and make the best choice. But, uh, you know, this country's a bit erratic, and that's what makes us great, but it's also what makes us a little uh, Looney Tunes at times. Not everyone dies unexpectedly just because they have an Aquarius moon. Eminem, the rapper, is still alive. He has an Aquarius moon. Muhammad Ali had an Aquarius moon. Um, Britney Spears. You know he died. He did die, but I wouldn't say that he died unexpectedly. No, that's a fair point. Yeah, because, I mean, people could be listening who have Aquarian moons, and they're oh, like, am yeah, I going to die no. unexpectedly? Because people are thinking about death enough all this year, right. thanks to COVID and whatnot. Um, uh, I think it also helps if you're not famous. It does, yeah. If you're not famous, <laughs> you, you're going to have a much better lifespan, I guess. Um, I don't like hearing, though, that Britney is an Aquarius moon. I feel like Britney has enough trouble. Yeah, she's a Sagittarius to begin with. And being a Sagittarius myself, I know that that is a lot to 
just to deal with, just our day-to-day lives. Very exhausting. It's like one day I want to be a magician. The next day I want to be an accountant. The next day I want to be an actor. The next day I want to write a book. The next day I want to learn how to play the piano. The next day, you get it. Um, I fortunately have a Capricorn rising. That keeps me grounded. Oh, yeah. Um, but Brittany, we love Brittany. That's, I'm just going to leave do. it at that. Brittany oh, yeah. Spears rules. Yeah. Um, we're, we're wishing her the best. She does have an Aquarius moon, though. Um, so right now, what are we looking at? The sun is in Leo. It's going to be in Leo for a few more weeks. As I mentioned, the moon will be going into Aquarius Sunday. We got the full moon in Aquarius on Monday. So with this full moon, the struggle is going to be between Leo and Aquarius. Mm. So it's going to be the struggle between what's best for me and what's best for the greater good. Uh So... For this particular full moon, I would just say, hey, ask yourself, what can I do to help other people? What can mm. I do to benefit someone else? Okay. Uh, and to give you an example of famous people who have a Leo sun and an Aquarius moon, you know, Elmi, yes. I got three people here from television shows that you and I watch regularly. Uh, one of them is Mark Cuban oh, from yeah. Shark Tank, yeah. among many, many other things. Right. Uh, but he's a Leo with an Aquarius moon. Okay. Another one, and this one surprised me. Uh, Top Chef Tom Colicchio from really? Top Chef is a Leo with an Aquarius moon. Okay. And then the Leo part doesn't surprise me. Oh, really? See, I see the Aquarius. I always thought oh. of Tom as being a little cold, uh, but he does have that side to him where you you do kind of see the warmth of the like the Leo warmth trying to get out. Yeah. But I always just see this kind of colder, kind of distanced Aquarian energy about him, especially when he doesn't like a dish. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's just all bets are off. He almost gets a little Scorpio, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. Well, we all get a little Scorpio sometimes. Am I right? We do. We all we all have a little Scorpio in us. Yeah. And then another person from a show, Al, me and I watch, uh, Brooklyn nine is it Brooklyn 911? Brooklyn 911? I don't know. Is it Brooklyn 911? No, Brooklyn it's nine... Brooklyn 99. I don't. Oh, Brooklyn 99? Brooklyn 911? Oh. Sorry, what you know, I'm trying that? to. I'm looking at my notes. I'm trying to keep Poor this babes. all good. Yeah, the show Brooklyn 99. Andy Samberg. Oh. Andy Samberg has a Leo sun and an Aquarius moon. Oh, that's cool. And I also noticed that Maya Rudolph, uh, yeah. another Saturday Night Live alum, that's right, also has a Leo sun within Aquarian moon. And that makes me wonder about how does one get on Saturday Night Live? Apparently, you don't have to audition anymore. They just ask to see your birth chart. Yes. And they say, show us your birth chart showing that you have a Leo sun and an Aquarius moon. And we will process this. It'll take about six to eight weeks. And we'll get back to you and let you know if you're hired. I think that's what they do now. I don't think anyone auditions anymore. Yes. And if anyone is listening, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, if you can think of another SNL alum or a current cast member who has a Leo sun and Aquarius moon, uh, let us know on our Instagram page something about astrology. Just any of our posts, the most recent one, I guess, tell us. Because I would be very curious, without doing the research myself, to know if there are more of these SNL people with a Leo sun and Aquarius moon. Yeah, if I had to guess right now, I would say at least Dennis nine- Miller. Dennis Miller? I don't know. Oh, oh I um, thought we were going to start guessing people. I'm sorry. No, Please no, no. Continue. I was just going to say that if I had to guess, I would say 95% of Saturday Night Live cast members have a Leo Sun with an Aquarius moon. I think <laughs> the, the further we dig deep into this, we're going to find that. 
Dennis Miller, what is his sign? I don't know. That was a bad guess because it almost seems too obvious. I'm going to guess Taurus. Okay, Dennis Miller is... uh, But I don't know. I'm going to guess Taurus. You're going to guess Taurus? All right, here we go. I'm looking it up right now. Dennis Miller... Is born November third. Not even close. So he's a no. he's a Scorpio. He's... I was the exact opposite. I thought he was a Taurus. He ends up being a Scorpio. Dennis yeah. Miller's a Scorpio. Interesting. Okay, that makes sense. It does. Scorp recognized Scorp. I should have known. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Now here's one that that really uh, I found very interesting. As we're talking about famous people with a Leo Sun and an Aquarius Moon, David Duchovny. David Duchovny has the same deal. And Mm. his co-star from The X-Files, Gillian Anderson, same damn thing. Really? Leo with an Aquarian moon. And David Duchovny was starring in a show called Aquarius. That is correct. I tried to watch that pilot, I think, three times. I really wanted to support him in that show. And, you know, I did the best I could. Yeah. Yeah. And in that show, Aquarius, which, first of all, has the word Aquarius in the title, David Duchovny has an Aquarius moon. In that show, the David Duchovny character is investigating Charles Manson, who, guess what, had an Aquarius moon as well. No. Maybe that's why it's called Aquarius? So, probably. I don't know. I only saw the pilot three times. I still have no idea what happened in it, other than David Duchovny walking around looking all gloomy. I hear if you watch it for a fourth time, everything clicks. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to end up binging the whole damn thing. Okay. But you see here, like, it's all connected. All of this stuff, this is why I'm into astrology. It is all totally connected. What does it add up to? I have zero idea. Hmm. But it adds up to something, which leads me to... Yes. The segment of our show called Ask a Scorpio. This is where I ask Almy a question because she is a Scorpio. And I want to get a Scorpio's perspective on life. Excellent. Almy, as a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Have you at any point in your life ever seen a UFO? No. That's it? No? No. Have I ever seen an object that was flying in the sky that I couldn't identify? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But nothing comes to mind. No. Okay. I have a follow-up question. Okay. Can you do a little John Oliver impression for the people? John Oliver takes a lot of energy. So the thing about John Oliver is he goes from laying things out, saying that something is like if B. Arthur and your best friend were playing a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. And then all of a sudden he'll pivot and he'll get like really angry. And he'll be like, listen, America's on fire and we've got to do something. But then he won't tell you what to do. He'll just like rant for 20 minutes. And the whole time you're like, guy, what do you want me to do about it? And he's like, but seriously, America's in trouble. And it's like, buddy, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you're the one with the show. So that's kind of what John Oliver's about. He's got a lot of frenetic energy where he'll be joking one moment about rat erotica. And then the next moment he's like, seriously, America's on fire. And it's like, whoa. Like, I, it's watching his show, man. That takes like a lot. Like, I have to meditate before I watch that show. Yeah. And this is coming from a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why. It's just too intense. It's like... Buddy, I, you know, if you want to tell me everything that's wrong in America, at least tell me what I can do about it. And sometimes he does. Sometimes he's like, and that's why you should buy our stamps, because the U.S. Postal Service is in trouble. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'll buy the stamps. And then other times he's just like, and by the way, America's on fire. Good night. And you're like, whoa, like, what do you, he just loves telling us that America's on fire. And it's like, uh, I don't know what to do with all that info. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people from all parts 
of the world like to remind America that America is on fire. And we did buy those stamps uh, that, that Almy mentioned in passing there. John Oliver did do an episode trying to help raise money for the post office. And they offered a special line of John Oliver stamps. And we bought those because I love the mail. Almy knows this. Yeah, I love true. checking the mail. <laughs> you know, I got that email notification, the USPS informed delivery. You can check it digitally. Now. I don't know if people know this. Yeah. You, you can actually check online yep. to see every day what your mail will be. And Chris does that. And it's very sweet. Go to USPS.com and signed up for informed delivery. And trust me, this is going to be one of the greatest decisions you've ever made. Right. right. Yeah, baby. Sorry, sometimes my John Oliver impression veers into Austin Powers territory, which I think is great. I actually think now is the perfect time to do another Austin Powers movie because, like, why not? Yeah. I'm going to the 80s, man. Like, I don't know. Let's play around with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you can get Mike Myers on board, sure. What is he doing right now? He's probably living off of that sweet Shrek money. Right. Well, Mike Myers has never needed the dinero. Dinero? Yeah. But um, it's just a question of can we get Mike Myers to show up on set? I'll just I'll do it. I will yeah. do it. Okay. I would like I'll to see. Did Mike Myers and speaking of Saturday Night Live, did Mike Myers and Bill Murray ever show up in a movie together? Were they ever in a movie together? That's another trivia question. I don't know <laughs> if they did. I honestly don't. I'm just thinking those are two guys who are a little bit notorious for um, being picky about certain things and whether or not they're even going to show up for their call time at all. So if you got anything on that, Mike Myers, Bill Murray, let us know because um, it's hot and it's a little too hard for me to to look things up on Google. Anyway, the rest of this week, we do have a fairly busy astrological week coming up here. I I mentioned we're going to start with the full moon. Mm. And after that, you know, the, the full moon can take a couple days to recover from, too, depending on how it goes. Uh, Monday should be pretty intense as far as the energy goes. Tuesday as well. It'll start dissipating Wednesday, Thursday, Friday a little bit. Um, but just because the moon goes full doesn't mean just, oh, OK, we go back to normal. There can be a bit of a, a hangover. So watch out for that early this week. Try not to get too caught up in it. I already mentioned try to be extra cautious just in general, wherever you are, if you're in the kitchen, if you're on the road, wherever you are, just be a little more cautious, especially around electricity and that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, don't take anything for granted out there. Just go a little slower than maybe you would usually go. Yeah. Go be little, mindful. Be mindful. Mindfulness is next to godliness or something. Um, on Tuesday, Tuesday, August 4th, the planet Mercury will go into Leo. The planet Mercury, as we know, is the planet of communication. It seems to be retrograde 99% of the year. Mm. It's not retrograde at all right now. Not at all. Um, but it has been in the sign of Cancer, and it will be going into the sign of Leo. And I've observed over the years, with the planets that are closer to Earth, like Mercury, like Mars, the day those planets change signs, things can be a little nutty. So, and again, Mm. Tuesday, August 4th, that's very close to when the full moon is. So that's why I'm saying Monday, Tuesday, or early next week, the energy might be a little wacky. And Mercury and Cancer, where it has been, that's where we're communicating through our feelings and whatnot. And it can be a little bit of a passive energy as well. Cancer energy can at times be a little passive. Uh, You think of the crab going into its shell when it's just a little bit overwhelmed, just to kind of like step back, chill out, catch its breath kind of a thing, right? Well, Mercury is going into Leo now. And as we know, Leo energy 
is not known for being secretive. Leo wears their heart on their sleeve. If something's bothering them, they're going to let you know. If they're feeling good about themselves, they're going to let you know. They're, they're going to articulate and they're going to put that energy out there. So we're going right from that cancer into that Leo transition. So maybe there's been some feelings that have been bottled up while Mercury was in Cancer, and now that it's going into Leo, people are just going to be ready to roar. So mm. just watch out for that. If someone you know just out of nowhere just starts reading you, um, can I say the riot act? Does that have a bad connotation these days? I don't know. Uh, who knows? It might I not. Don't it think might. So, I don't know. But I, I don't know. know. <laughs> but um, just if someone kind of has this explosive energy seemingly out of nowhere early in the week, try not to take it personally. Blame it on Mercury going into Leo, okay? Um, also, Venus, the planet Venus, which mm. has been in Gemini for seemingly forever this year, is going to be going into Cancer on Friday, August 7th. And I think that's going to be good for all of us. Venus is going to be a little bit happier in Cancer than mm. than Venus was while in Gemini. Okay. Um, with Venus in Cancer, the focus will be coming more onto the family. And especially in the U.S. with parents right now having to decide whether or not to you know, send their kids back to school. I think trying to do that while Venus was in Gemini, it makes it a little more difficult because Gemini, I'm not saying Gemini is heartless energy. Trust me, I have plenty of Gemini friends who have are just the nicest people of all time. But Gemini energy in and of itself is about the mind. It's not about the heart. It comes from the mind. It comes from thought. It comes from thinking. And so much of what we're going through this year is this... It, we got to be thinking more with our hearts. That's just mm -hmm. all there is to it. We got to be thinking about what's best for us collectively and how do we keep each other safe and how do we take care of ourselves. It doesn't have to be these big gestures either. But with Venus going into cancer and, and cancer energy in general is more focused on the home, the family, security, those kind of things. I think hopefully there will be a little softening with those kind of decisions. Like, do I send my kids back to school? Do I feel supported? Do I feel that I can trust these folks who are giving me this information that, yeah, it's safe or no, it's not safe? Uh, I think it's going to help a lot with that. So families who have been dealing with that stuff, hang in there. Are you okay? Oh. And um, that is Venus and Cancer. You get a little emotional sometimes. So... Oh, do, do you want me to take over? Yeah, whatever this says. <laughs> oh, this is very interesting. This says uh, mood swings are normal. Yes, mood so, swings are very normal right now because yeah. we are going through a pandemic, remember, on top of everything else. Yeah, ups and downs. You're going to feel empowered one minute, and uh, the next minute you may feel completely overwhelmed, exhausted, and confused. And guess what? That is perfectly normal. You may cycle through these. And don't beat yourself up for that, okay? We need to be a little more gentler with ourselves, especially yeah. during a pandemic. So just take care of yourself, take care of others, and expect that you may, and you may not, you may feel fine, but you may find that you are cycling through some ups and downs. Yeah, you know, and if you're feeling a little emotional like me, you know, remember to eat. Eating yes. is good. Eating helps us <laughs> stay grounded. I don't think you've had breakfast yet. No, I had you a had granola a bar and, and I had a lot of coffee, but um, I could use a little more sustenance. Yeah. yeah, I was doing fine. And, you know, finding out Dennis Miller was a Scorpio, that just really touched me <laughs> in my heart. You know, I really just like, oh, it's so nice to know here. that Dennis, Dennis Miller, Miller right? is a Scorpio. That made me feel a lot more connected to yeah. the world. It's been a tough year, but then I get that great news. Yeah. Dennis Miller is a Scorpio. And yeah, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a human being. I get emotional too, even though I do have... Uh, a Capricorn rising, I am capable of 
feeling emotions from time to time. And that's what um, we're bringing with this podcast. Yeah, we may just start just crying. Yeah. You know, is Mark Marin going to do that? No. Is Joe Rogan going to do that? No. 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 If you want tears, us, man. you tune into this podcast. Yeah, if you want rambling about John Oliver and Austin Powers and then, like, some useful information about the moon and then a bunch of tears, yeah. you've hit the jackpot. Yep. This is it. That's what we bring here at Something About Astrology. So... Yeah, as always, hang in there. We're gonna get through this, whatever this is. Take a deep breath. Oh yeah, sure. If you're still listening, please feel free to join us. Uh, Just uh, you can close your eyes if you want. I don't know what you're doing. It's not my business. And once together, let's go take a deep breath in. Hold it for a moment. Let your shoulders drop and release. (sighs) And just be nice to yourself and be nice to others. And we thank you for listening. Yeah, we love you. We'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, have a good one. Yay, happy full moon. Bye.